The world of technology is such a beautiful world and technology can have many different impacts on our lives. It can impact the way that we interact with our friends, the way that we socialize or the way that we transact and do business. Um, And sometimes it can even impact the way that we travel. But whether we like it or not, to some or other degree, there is some kind of impact that certain technologies have on our lives, whether we like it or not. Back in the day, people used to use very, very enormous, gigantic phones in order to make phone calls. I even remember the time when I had my first girlfriend and I had to go to like a telecom phone outside of my house (laughs) in order to make a call and load money on a card. And now all of that kids of today are doing it on their mobile phones and it is important for us to give guidance on how we should um how we should interact and how we should measure the way that we use the technologies that exist today because sometimes it can do us good but other times it can also be detrimental if we're not careful with monitoring and also observing the rate at which we use it so we're going to kick things off with Charles giving us what's on his plate uh Charles, what do you have for us on your plate today Given, I just want to add to something that you said now the need for us to use telecom phones and I think that is the fact that Guys nowadays will never, ever experience the fear of having to phone your girlfriend and her father picks up. (laughs) (laughs) That is absolutely true. I never thought of that, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So that's the perks of having call line identification. So what I wanted to discuss with regards to uh, text impact is the fact that on my iPhone now, and I don't know whether it's an iPhone thing or a Netflix South Africa thing, but Netflix has actually finally loaded games onto their catalog. So you can play games now on the Netflix uh, app on your iPhone. However, as I stated earlier on, I don't know if it's just my subscription, because I know in the beginning they said they're going to roll it out to a select few, uh, but it is old games don't get too excited about that uh, uh, and it's also the exact same games that you can get on apple arcade so you sort of if you're hoping to get the same subscription or a separate subscription rather you're going to pay twice for the same thing and i've noticed as well that on the app store i think it's called asphalt or asphalt that uh, multiplayer racing game on netflix my side i could get um, asphalt 7 whereas in the app store it's already up to asphalt 9 so it's not the newest of games then the second thing that i wanted to discuss was regards to tech impact and the impact that it can have on our lives especially with this past week now that we are back into the wonderful world of load shedding and that is a battery operated light bulb you can get them at most electronic stores, and I think actually at you can pay in game as well. They're a bit more expensive, a bit more expensive than the normal LED globes. But this thing has got a little microchip on the inside. It actually measures electricity, and it can determine when the switch is on or off. And more importantly, it actually measures when there's no electricity running through the neutral block on your distribution board, and that is when the global then actually switch on. Now, the great thing with this thing is actually that when load shedding happens, and it happens like at eight at night, this globe will automatically turn on and you will not be left in the dark no more. So you will actually, and it's quite a cool thing to see. So you'll be excited 
when load shedding is coming, just to see the globe turn on by itself. I don't know. I just feel that that's like we're living in the first world now, now that we can experience that. What's happening your side with tech, Ivan? All right. So, uh, first of all, I'm very excited that uh, Samsung's uh, event where they're going to be launching the S22 is on its way. There's not a lot we know about the S22, but knowing Samsung, you can make a few predictions that it will definitely be better cameras. Um, it'll definitely be a slightly different design. I've, I've already seen the designs because, uh, believe it or not, but they released the design modules, um, like sort of like dummy dummy um, modules and send them out to the guys who design the phone cases uh, because the companies that do that need to know beforehand the dimensions of the phone, how smooth it is, uh, whether it has, you know, anything special that they need to design it for. So that when the phone launches, it'll already have cases. So it's quite interesting to me to know that uh, companies like Samsung actually make an effort to make sure that the companies that make your phone covers have modules that they can use or models that they can use in order to base their covers on. Um, so I've already seen the design of the S22, the S22 um, Ultra, and it's the S22, S22 Plus, and the S22 Ultra. The Ultra simply looks stunning. Um, if you can see the camera setup, it's you know how these days because there's so many phones, um, there's so many cameras on phones, and also because of how thin our phones are, there's usually a camera bump at the back, right? This new Samsung uh, Samsung uh, Galaxy S22 Ultra does not have that bump. It's flat. It's absolutely flat, um, and it has what? those four cameras. It looks absolutely stunning 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 um and i saw it in like a white color the bezels are a lot thinner um and i'm very interested in whether samsung is going to be introducing any new technology with this phone you know like how apple for example introduced um cinematic mode which i think every single mobile phone needs to have that mode it's it's really way overdue now. Um, and obviously, Apple was able to do that because mm -hmm. of how good their processing chips are. They function better than some computers mm. these days. So um, I really want that. The ability to be able to autofocus, click on your screen, and literally have your phone focus on the object that or subject that you're clicking on. Oh, my goodness. I do it on my uh, cameras, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. I love it when I take pictures and videos and I'm able to touch a subject and my camera is able to focus and know exactly what subject do I want it to focus on. Um, so that's something that's happening this month. It's an event that I'm definitely looking forward to and we're going to be covering it here on Tech Radar on I Am Live. Now, another thing I wanted us to talk about a bit are NFTs. Now, NFTs, we've mentioned and spoken about them before on the show. It, NFTs basically stand for non-fungible tokens. Um, NFTs are not necessarily um, related to cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin. Um, well, even including those technologies, actually, I want to include them in one bundle. Why? Because I believe that they're going, they are going to create, they are the foundation 
for the new internet that we're moving towards, right? Um, I really think that this is going to be the future of the internet. Am I trying to say go and look for NFTs, put your money into them? Absolutely not. Do not do that. Um, it's very, very premature to do that right now. But I just want to explain these concepts and then explain why I wanted us to discuss them today. So for one, an NFT refers to a non-fungible token, which means when something is non-fungible, it means that it's it's not interchangeable, meaning you can't interchange one thing for another. So, for example, if you think of um, the, the Mona Lisa, the famous painting called the Mona Lisa, or if you think of going and buying a book from a shop, there is only one version of that copy that you bought that exists. If you get a t-shirt signed by your favorite basketball player, there will only be that one t-shirt and that one signature but imagine if you bought it it bought a digital version of that t-shirt or basketball that was signed by your 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 favorite basketball player imagine if there was a digital version would it not be easy for someone else to just make copies of it like copy and paste and then they take it on their um, a memory card or on their phone and now they also have a copy of that very same image imagine if i wrote a book and sold it to you digitally, you can easily just take a PDF version and send it to Charles. It's just copy and paste. And Charles already has a copy of that book. So that's the problem that NFTs are trying to solve. Being able to have digital products and being able to track which the identity of that product and who it belongs to, which I believe is a very, very, very important problem to be solved on the internet because if that problem gets solved, that means you can have ownership of something that is digital and then you and only you have claim to ownership of that thing. However, as beautiful as this may sound, and then you also get crypto, um, cryptology as well, which is trying to also solve the problem of ownership. Um, I mean, do you realize this, Charles? I don't know if you've thought about this. Like, do you realize that we actually don't own our own um, debt information? Like you literally don't own your 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 credit um, information. It's owned by the trade. It's called the trade union, right, Charles? Yes. Yeah. So exactly. So think about this. Whenever you go and do a home loan, or you go and try to um, open a credit account with Edgar's or whatever the company may be. Um, they require to do a background check and then they ask you for permission to take informa your information from the trans or trans union or yeah, I think it's the trans union. They ask to take info your information from them and actually check whether you have all your debts paid. My question is this. Why do, they, uh, why do they not ask you to hand that information over to them? It's because you don't own that information. It does not belong to you. You are not the, the person who goes out and collects your information and puts it all in one place. And when I sat down and thought about this, I was like, wait a minute, that's actually not a good thing. They actually own your information. It belongs to them. They keep record of every single expense you have, of every single credit account you have, and they know which month you paid and which month you didn't, but you don't. You don't even know what your credit... Mm. You can't even calculate your own credit scoring. Um, and you can imagine, you can imagine the implications of that, um, especially in a world that's technologically advanced. Now, I will admit... Uh, the current system that we're under, right, where 
companies are able to go to TransUnion and get your credit information, it works, it's functional, and it's secure, and it's safe. Why? Because we can't trust you to give proper representation of your credit history. You might lie and say that it's this, but I believe that you should at least be able to give the credit people your information so that they can verify it with the TransUnion and see if they are reconcilable, right? If what you say and what they say actually say the same thing. So I say all of that to say this. Um, this coming information into the internet will be able to give us the opportunity to own our information and you be the only person who can give access to someone to your information, right? Um, and obviously there'll be companies in the background that mine and keep record or, or update your information for you as a service. But at the end of the day, you own that information. This is just speculation and it is just an example of how these technologies can be used. Now, one thing that I wanted to um, bring attention to or sort of like a warning um, as to what's currently happening. There are a lot of NFTs that have been designed and been sold. NFTs that have sold for 60 plus million dollars. NFTs that have sold for 30, for 28. There's a lot of people making millions of money selling NFTs, non-fungible tokens, right? Um, and the problem is this. A lot of people are buying these uh, tokens. I don't know the, if you know this, Charles, but there is a, a company called New Earth where they are literally selling plots of land, digital plots of land. So you see your house where you're living now. There is someone who yeah. has, it's sort of like Google Earth. So they have a Google Earth and they've literally sold a portion of someone's property on a virtual platform. Like, can you just wrap your mind around that? <laughs> like, it really, re imagine spending millions to buy virtual property. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, uh, and I say all of that to get to this point, right? We need to be careful not to rush and try to be too early into investing in things we do not understand. I'm excited by the idea of non-fungible tokens and, and uh, cryptology or what, and what exactly these technologies might introduce in the future because human history has proven that ideas that were perceived as bad ideas, can you believe that there was a time when the internet was a joke? There were people literally laughing at the idea of an internet and they were saying that it's just a bubble. And then eventually, the internet became what we have now. In fact, if it were not for the internet, Charles and I would not be able to co-host the show together yeah. because he's in the Western Cape. Now, think about what types of possibilities might this emerging technology introduce to us. What possibilities might there be? Um, living in a world where these things are, are mature and they're well regulated and banks have incorporated them into their systems and governments also have approved and we found ways to make them operate in a safe manner and more importantly we have rules, regulations and laws to govern them. I really think it might create a society that we've never ever imagined um, and, and it's exciting but at the same time whenever there is progress and technology there's also that fear of what people might do with the technology. So it is important to be cautious. It is important to tread lightly. 
and not just to rush into things we don't yet understand. 